All right, welcome to another episode of the Speaking of Tangents podcast. If you've heard our show before, you know that when you hear this music, this is a special episode. So instead of week in review and all the other nonsense that we do, we're going to jump in and get right to our guest. Joining us today is another member of the TK Jingle family. So as usual on guest episodes, we'll get right to an interview. Then we'll talk more top five albums. And finally, we'll finish it up with a quiz, this time about video games. Or video games, depending on how you want to pronounce it. There's a lot of music chat on this one today, so we hope you enjoy it. And if not, hit us up on Snapface! Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Well, funny you should ask, Jason, because yes, we do have a guest. Excellent. Joining us now is John Nicewinger. All right. John's, uh, hi, John. John, he's a fellow Tony Kornheiser loyal little. He's a jingler, but that's not all. He's also an assistant biology professor at Bellhaven University in Jackson, Mississippi, and a fabulous wow. piano man. So here's John. Hello. Yes, excellent musician. John and I have worked together on a bunch of silly jingles, and he is a great musician beyond even those. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into that in a minute. Um, good to have you on with us today, John. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for taking your time. Yes, thanks um, for joining us. So uh, if you've heard any of these before, you know the first question we always ask is, how did you get into listening to Tony's show originally? Because that's kind of how we all <coughs> kind of got to know each other. Uh, it all comes out of listening to Tony Kornheiser's radio, uh, radio show. Yeah, it's a lifeblood of our group. Um, yes. I, uh, I I was trying to think of, of like when I actually started, um, and it was sometime in 2014, I think the summer of 2014. Um, so I'm a relatively, I guess, newer, newer little um, I was uh, a graduate student at Johns Hopkins University um, then, kind of finishing up my doctoral work, and uh, I I had been, um, I was so excited to finally get uh, an iPod for Christmas, the, like the previous year, so I could listen to like ESPN podcasts, um, because yeah. it was just something to help pass the time when I was in lab, and I saw so I used to listen to PTI, uh, the PTI podcast a lot, um, mm-hmm. and I liked Kornheiser a lot, I thought he was kind of funny, and uh saw that he had his own podcast kind of on ESPN 980 and uh, sought it out and then started listening to it then and uh, kind of realized it was it was not like your typical uh, not like your typical sports podcast so I I, uh, I, 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 <laughs> I, kept, I kept at it and uh, really enjoyed it so ever since then it's been probably my favorite podcast uh, out there um, I pretty much exclusively listen to podcasts now I, I don't listen to as much music as I used to but just because there's so mm-hmm. much good uh, good stuff out there um that yeah, uh, it's pretty exciting yes. and interesting. So um, I've been listening to the him, uh, still listening to the PTI podcast and then a, <clears throat> a ton of other podcasts as well. So, yeah, I've also noticed that as I got older, I listened to less music and listened to more podcasts for informational or even entertainment purposes. Yeah. So I'm with you on that too. Yeah, me too. This is why I have no idea who the Grammy nominees are every year. And it's worse <laughs> yeah. and worse every year. Yeah. I, I don't even, I have no idea who anybody is. <laughs> did either of you guys watch the Grammys this year? Yeah, I did not because it was recently. It was what, like a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah something I like think that. it was. Yeah, two weeks ago maybe. Yeah, yeah, um, I watched Rob, it. It was when Rob was here, um, staying with me, and he and I had it on mute in the background while we were um, 
doing jingles and talking about other stuff. And so every now and then, um, somebody would come up and be like, "Oh, I got to hear this." And we, you know, unmute it and listen for a few minutes and go, "No, nah, we don't really need to hear this for most of it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I don't know. But part of it's probably because I've been kind of just turned off by the the music quality and stuff like that over the last almost decade. I mean, they're they're good. They're good bands <laughs> out there, but they're a lot harder to find. And uh, yes, one thing I've I found is talent is not a prerequisite fame in the music no. industry. <laughs> it's you almost know. a hindrance now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much in all areas of, of celebrity. That's yeah, correct. Yeah, for definitely. sure. So, yeah. Um, so you, interestingly, right. you never listened to Tony Kornheiser before the jingles. Every the, the, when you started listening, there were jingles. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think when the first jingle was. Um, well, it was around the summer of 2013 when Jerry started. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, it must have been. Yeah, it probably started a year before I. And if you started, started listening, yeah, sorry. If you started listening in 2014, yeah, the jingles were just always there for you. Yeah, yeah, you I guess so. You didn't know a TK free. You didn't know a TK podcast pre jingle. Yeah, I was not. So and going, you're talking, you're talking the latest incarnation of the jingles too, because I've have you seen that C-SPAN clip? Oh yeah, that's true. The latest Tony and Andy yeah. from like the early 90s where. Um, it's chapel is calling in and like doing a live jingle that's on right. the phone. Yeah, that's hilarious. And playing like the trumpet or something in the background. <laughs> well, I've not I've not seen that. <laughs> that thing is awesome just to see Gary like as a very not not yet a man, not even close yeah. to 40 because I think it was like early 90s. I think it's 91 or 92. Wow. And Tony and, and Andy both have tuxes on and um what's her name? Pam, uh, what's her name? Pam um right Pam something with a W. Pam she she does like commentary or com- comment. Uh, Isn't it Pam Ward? Pam Ward, yes. Pam Ward, okay. Yeah, and with Pam Ward in there, that a very young Pam Ward, and she is just like out the gate, just incredible, like doing the news and like <laughs> actually basically producing the show from the board. Wow. Um, and it's it's a really cool clip, but yeah. So, and sorry to jump into that tangent. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to we do. I'm gonna have to check that out after we're done here. <laughs> yeah, it's like two hours, and it's like the entire thing is 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 pretty funny. Yeah, I can probably watch that now that I have Verizon Unlimited data. <laughs> oh Ooh. boy, I can't usually Ooh. watch that kind of stuff. Podcast kind of sponsor now. Fancy now. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a sponsor last couple weeks ago. Was uh, what was it? Quail. Something. Yes, quintessential nice. quails. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so going going by tkjingles.com, your first jingle, John, was in November 2014. So tell us sort of your jingle inception story. So uh, I remember, I guess I remember hearing some of the jingles on, on Kornheiser's show and I thought they were funny um, and mm-hmm. kept trying to think of how, I guess, how to get into that because, you know, for a long time, I guess at that point, 2014, um, I hadn't been doing music, I guess, for a while. Like, I was in a band and we came out with an album and stuff like that. But, like, we we cool. kind of stopped playing because everybody was, you know, I had families and jobs and we couldn't really play anymore. Um, so I hadn't been, been there. I hadn't been doing music for, <clears throat> for quite a while. And, um, like, uh, you know, for those of you that, that know my, uh, my jingles, I probably say a majority of them or at least most of them um are are billy joel tunes um so i grew up Mm -hmm. my dad listened to billy joel all the time and uh when i was learning how to play the piano once i kind of started getting annoyed with uh 
having to play classical music, I started playing Billy Joel songs. <laughs> and for my 13th birthday, I think, my parents got me the uh, Billy Joel anthology, uh, the sheet music for all the Billy Joel songs. So, oh, that's awesome. so I, I, I know every Billy Joel song. And so is when I was going to be jumping in, I was like, well, I'm going to play something I'm familiar with and see if I can figure out a way to uh, way to do this. So I think my first my first jingle was uh, All for Tony, which was All for Lena, um, <laughs> an All for Lena parody um, from Billy Joel's Glass Houses album, which is probably my favorite album of his, um, even though it has probably the least amount of piano overall uh, compared to all yeah. of his other uh, all those other albums. But um, the, the, the Billy Joel song originally is uh, essentially about how, you know, uh, presumably Billy Joel is obsessed with this woman named Lena and <clears throat> you know how you know, he can't stop thinking about her. Everything he does is all for her. And yeah. um, so it just kind of naturally fit into, into getting um, uh, putting Tony's name in there and saying that, you know, Tony wants everything to be about him um, and Absolutely. so forth. Um, That's a perfect fit. So yeah, that, that was, that was kind of my first one. Um, first kind of foray into it. And uh, essentially once I posted that, you know, Jerry's a big, uh, a big Billy Joel fan as well. So he, yes. he was like, this is, this is great. Like, this is such an obscure Billy Joel song that no one really knows. Like, how do you know this? And then so we, yeah. we started working on some stuff together as well. Um, so it kind of branched off. I mean, it kind of helped having the, uh, the master jingler um, at least take notice at first and uh, kind of start to uh, work on collaborations and so forth. So uh, that was yeah. kind of the, the start uh, was uh, yeah, in October, November 2014. Mm-hmm. The first one that I think of when that jumps out to me is the one that you, particularly the one with you, you and Jerry is uh, "Goodbye RG3." Yeah, the Candle yep. in the Wind, Elton John, which is not Billy Joel, but you played piano on that. Yeah, uh, and I, I think you've done how many like collaborations would you guess that you've done with other people, particularly with him uh, as far as like playing the piano? Yeah, with with Jerry, I've probably done at least seven or eight. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just essentially. Wow. Because it's hard to find some uh, karaoke tracks for some of the more obscure Billy Joel songs. And so he'll come to me and he's like, do you know this song? I'm like, yep, I know it. I've known it for 20 years now. Is it uh, a Billy Joel song? Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so we'll uh, so he'll, just, he'll ask for a, a karaoke track. And um, it, it's, I mean, once I got my system set up to, uh, to record stuff, I was able to um, do it pretty quickly uh, for the most part. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, on the, I say that for sure. On the ones that we've worked on, some of the stuff that you've turned around, like in the next day or the next couple of hours, is always impressive. It's, it's yeah, and it's always great. So. Yeah, it's a lot of it's it's so much fun doing it. Like once you get a good idea, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to not do it um, if you have the time. Yeah, Absolutely. and I can vouch for that too. The the one that we did together, I think you were you were moving. You were in the process of moving to Mississippi, yeah. and I sent you. I asked you, could you play the backing track? to orange the orange is the new black theme song i'm blanking on who who is that jason oh regina specter uh, regina specter yeah, yeah. you've that's, that's got time one, yeah. and he turns that around in a day and he's moving it, it was incredible <laughs> it sounds that is not an easy like simple it's i mean it, i've never tried to play it but it doesn't sound like it's not just like hitting a couple of keys it's all kinds of moving stuff in that song so that's incredible yeah it was uh, yeah we had we had just gotten to mississippi and i, I was like looking for an opportunity to, to unpack my my keyboard and uh that was kind of the prod that that made it so that i could do that because oh you're well you're welcome <laughs> um, in, the, in the dead of summer I, I wanted to stay inside for a bit so it was a good excuse yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well that was awesome but you know 
I just found that incre- incredible, even if you weren't moving, but the fact that you were moving, I would have been like, well, maybe give me three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, especially He's like, I got three minutes. There you go. Yeah. Especially in the summer, like where, when there's no show, uh, you yeah. know, there's a lot more time to, to mm-hmm. kind of let kill, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. And speaking, speaking of that, we did, we've done several over the summer and even during, you know, when the show was on, but particularly over the summer, we've done some uh, long form, full length ones. Yeah. I think probably, um, the majority of full length ones, if not, if not, you know, very high percentage of the full length ones that I've ever done, full length jingles, uh, have been, uh, you and I collaborating together in some yeah. way on them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like our, uh, our, our Tony's guests are also affable. It's probably, one of the favorite ones yes. that we've done because um, yep. it's it's a Bob Dylan song, but I actually I don't like the Bob Dylan version as much. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Dylan fan, um, but either. the Jason Mraz version of that song is really uh, I don't more catchy, and that's that's what yes. we kind of modeled it off of. And it was yeah, that that seemed to be like part of the reason, especially when I first started uh, writing the jingles. I had this habit, which I still kind of do, of of making the jingles far too long. I mean, J- Jerry does a great job at, at condensing them into like thirty second, forty five second clips. Um, yeah, I I would you know see a song and then I'd run with it and essentially do full length a, a whole bunch of full length jingles or at least ones that have multiple <laughs> verses and multiple choruses and stuff and that's I mean for for the show you know no wonder you know a lot of them didn't get played uh, because they're just too long but uh, it's one of those things that's like I can't I can't stop I can't stop I have this idea that I have to keep putting it in. We're musicians. I know. I know. I can't. Because <laughs> I am exactly the same way. In the, and I've had to completely curtail a lot of things. I, I want to do like every one of them full length once I get going. Exactly. So exactly. I think it must be the musician part of it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, did you. Like, when, we did. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. We did uh, what, Riding with the King with John Fitzpatrick yes, full length. Yeah, that's going to mention. We did I, I love going down. that one. Yeah. And then the, um, the Rock in the Suburbs um, with. Uh, Patrick, yeah. No, was that Patrick? Or was that me? And you? That, you you did that one. Yeah, that, that one was me. Other, um, the other Ben Fold song. Did, yeah, I don't think that? did that one ever actually uh, come. Did he actually ever finish that one? I don't know if we actually completely finished that one, but we did the one song. It was uh, uh, Underground. Was the Ben Fold Underground, song? Underground. Yeah, that's what. That's not rocking the servers. Underground. Um, yeah, that he posted that. I remember him okay. posting. It. I don't know if he ever sent it in because it was. That's what it was. was. Yeah, it was, a, it was a full length song. Yeah. Yeah, and that has some tricky, like some really cool, like I mean, the jazz thing at the end that it does, yeah. and some cool like cha- changes in the middle. So that that was a really fun one too. Yeah, te- and- technology is so great that we can actually like record these things from scratch and make it sound yes. almost, you know, almost like the original. Oh yeah, it's just the tech- <laughs> cases- it's only the technology. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing to do yeah. with well, your I mean- your 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 two musician musicians. <laughs> Well, I, I look at it as technology too. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because in some cases, if it's an if it's a track from the '60s or '70s, the quality of it, at least the recorded quality, sounds better. <laughs> For sure, us plugging in direct in our you know bedrooms in our spare room in our house than somebody in a studio in the '60s yeah. and '70s sure. with a full you know rack mount of equipment. Yeah. So, yeah. The another one technology. that you guys did that is so great is the um, the mailbag song uh, from Spinal Tap. What was oh, the original? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> give me some money. Give me some yeah, give me some mailbag. Give me some mailbag. That was a good one. Yeah. Another Patrick idea. Yeah, that was great. <clears throat> yeah, you guys have done a lot of collaborations. Always fun. It's my favorite part of these things mm-hmm. is collaborating. It's particularly when we do. Um, I mean, and you and I, KJ, have done some together uh, when we play all the music. From, we start from scratch too. So any anything like that where we can play, uh, that's that's my favorite part of these of these crazy things is just working with other people. And if we can work, you know, actual playing music, musical instruments into it, all the better. Yeah, for sure. 
and I'll say, uh, uh, you know, if, if people have not heard the score behind the Desolation of Song video on the TK Jingles <laughs> Kickstarter, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, these man. two gentlemen did that. Uh, probably another overnight thing. Uh, John, John sent me a chord progression. He's like, "Okay, here I, I played the keyboard parts and the piano parts. Here, here's here's what I'm doing." I was like, "Yeah, we got it." Over, like, yeah. The next day, yeah, and then by that afternoon, I was like, "Here we go." <laughs> Send it to Jerry. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, really so fun. definitely listen to that. Um, that was really great. I mean, everything yeah, we, you, you guys do is great. It's fun. I tell you that it really is. It really is. It's a good creative outlet. Um, Definitely. Absolutely, yep. and that's yeah. That, that's what I use it for um, for the most part. And I'm actually like looking. I actually haven't written a jingle in like almost nine months, or I haven't submitted a jingle in nine months. I've been like, I'm about there. Yeah, I've been like you know busy with like a new job and stuff like that, and I have some ideas, but I don't know the the show. The show's changed a bit since it went to the podcast form. It seems like the jingles aren't as big of a. Uh, and are big yeah. of a part of it as it as it used to be. Yes, um, the jingles have certainly changed. With uh, um, they don't really do much quick turnaround stuff anymore. Yeah, so it kind of it kind of leads to I, I know uh, I know people have been kind of going back and submitting stuff that um, they recorded you know in the, over the past few years that didn't get on. And yeah, like cutting it down to a shorter because they want a shorter format. You know, get in, get out, make it funny, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I can appreciate. Yeah, um, but um, I know. I know several people that were regularly doing, you know, multiple jingles per week or at least one a week uh, have fallen off just because it's um, just just for, just from the changes. Yeah. And um, so I I feel like you have so many that you could go back and, and pull. And if there's a way you could like cut a verse and a chorus out and make it work, then you could still, you know, submit it in and get new jingles going. Yeah. Without actually, without actually having to write and record anything. anything well, right I actually did that with the I guess the last one of mine that got on was, uh, I guess, in October, I think um, it was uh-huh. the. Uh, was it Alicia Keys? Uh, this Metro's on fire. Metro's on fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was I, great. I wrote that one in uh, in like June last year. That was the last one I ever <laughs> ever wrote because um, they kept talking about how the Metro kept catching on fire, and, and yeah. they. I think I think the one of the big changes for the podcast is is the fact there's only one news segment now instead of two because yes. there used to be a news segment at the end of each hour, mm-hmm. um, and now there's only one. So it's a, that's that's where we got a, a lot of our material from was the crazy news stories that Nigel will come up with. Um, yeah, I, certainly for yeah. the quick turnarounds. Yeah, right. and um, so yeah, that I, I think that's that's partly to blame. But uh, yeah, I've yes. I've resubmitted a couple a couple things um, every once in a while. But uh, you know, as as the thing comes up, um, as you know, some, they say something that I was like, oh, I remember writing a jingle about that a long time ago. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I still I still have this idea that I'm I've been floating around uh, talking about Kornheiser's. Uh, obsession with the Fitbit and if you want to walk more just walk more so there's a uh-huh. there's a, a commercial I, forget, I think it was a Kia commercial or something like that um, that has um, was it like and if you want to be free be free oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even I don't that. know the, the guy that writes the song but uh, uh, so I'm, I'm I keep thinking I'm like I gotta I gotta record this jingle because it, it kind of writes itself you know if you want to walk more oh, walk yeah. more and if you want to be free be free um and uh, I yep. still haven't uh, still haven't done it yet, but I'll, I'll probably do it sometime uh, at some well, point. You've certainly been yeah, you've certainly been busy with the move and new new job and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And are you are you still doing? I know um, when we talked at the last Jingle Fest last summer, you were playing with the band. Are you still playing with them <laughs> remotely, or thing where? Yes, it's it's a uh-huh. it's kind of a weird like we're, we're more or less on like a permanent kind of hiatus just because 
you know, there. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, so yeah. the. You didn't break up, but it's, it's a thing where you it, you just kind of get to it when you get to it. Yeah. And sometimes years go by and you're like, oh, it's been three years since we recorded anything. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we So I, I joined, um, I graduated from college in 2007 um, and moved to Baltimore for, for grad school. And um, it's actually it's a, kind of a funny story with the, at least how I, how I got into this band. So my roommate in college would... Uh, his alarm, you know, he didn't have like a, you know, a blaring alarm. He had a CD that started to play. It was a CD from this mm-hmm. uh, band called Orphan Project. And so every morning, you know, he'd wake up early and I'd hear the, the intro for the first, from the first song on the album every morning. Dun, 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 And, cool. um, and so I, I heard it so often that I got sick of it and I started to hate the band because it was like every morning, it's kind of like the Groundhog Day thing that they were talking about the podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, you yes. hear the same, you know, instead of uh, I Got You, Babe, it's, it's uh, you know, this intro song to uh, Orphan Found. Um, yeah. And uh, so, you know, four years I listened to it every morning. And then when I graduated, uh, they were looking for a new keyboardist, and I, I ended up uh, joining the band that I couldn't stand for a while. That's funny, um, but I mean, that is, that's really. Good. <laughs> but they were they, they were really good. Um, they, they were you know good yes, bands, kind of prog rock. Yeah, I've heard the CD that um, you linked to me. You gave me a, a code on. I think yeah. it was CD Baby that I got it, and it's 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 pretty good. I like uh, it's very. Um, very kind of dream theater ish, yeah. Um, Queensrÿche, that kind of progressive. Um, mm-hmm. it, was, it was good. It's great stuff. If you're into that, if you're into progressive rock at all, I, I'd recommend. Is are the, the CDs and stuff still available? Oh, uh, they should if be. I go to like, yeah, go online and search. Yeah, for them. I think we're we're on SoundCloud as well. Uh, if you search for cool. uh, Orphan Project, you'll see all. I think all our discography or whatever. Um, Orphan nice. Project. Okay. Yeah, Orphan and Project. Now, have they have they submitted anything, or have you submitted anything to Tony Show, like for bumpers? Yes. Or yeah. Like to play? yeah, they yeah. Played one. Yeah, they played. Uh, they oh, played. Cool. They played one of them. Uh, I, can't, I guess yeah, a couple months ago. Um, mm-hmm. I submitted a couple things, but like, uh, so like Nigel requires them in MP3, and iTunes used to have this thing where you can easily just convert from the M4P or MP4 to MP3, yeah. like within iTunes. But they changed, uh, and now I've had to try to find some other other modes yeah, of converting which is why them. I never upgrade iTunes for mainly for that feature because I've, I've <laughs> they remove stuff all the time. Yeah, so I haven't upgraded my iTunes in years. It's infuriating. You can't do that anymore. No, it used to be a right-click and uh, create yeah, MP3 right. version, and that was it. Um, yeah, the first they, they took that away, and then they moved it like under the some other crazy menu. It's like they almost don't want you to find I it. I know. And I heard that they were taking it out, so I'm like, I'm not upgrading this. Yeah, it's very very frustrating. So um, I've only submitted two songs, and they, they played I, actually they played the same song twice. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty it was pretty cool. As soon as I, as soon as I heard it, I, I texted my. Uh, my buddy, who's the lead singer, and I was like, "Dude, they're playing our song on uh, on Cornizer's show." <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, it was it was it was fun to fun to do that. Absolutely, <clears throat> yeah. Our band hasn't really done much of anything um, mm-hmm. in oh geez, two thousand nine is when they came out with our last album. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, it's, you know, eight years or something like that, or close to eight years. Yeah, um, yeah, but. Uh, I, there's like kind of a side a side band that uh, the lead singer from our band would sing on as well. So every once in a while, I get stuff from them, and they're like lay down some keyboard tracks and some synth and stuff like that. So I'll, I'm, I'm at least able to kind of keep up and at least somewhat recording. Um, and it's it's fun. Like if I can make money doing this, I would. But I I can't I can't feed my family on my music career. So um, yeah, not many can. It's yeah, very, yeah, very it is tough. On that. It is tough. 
either you're a millionaire or you're scraping for pennies. It's, yeah. it's kind of not really much in between. No in yeah. between, huh? Not really. Unless well, you play the bar scene and then you're never home. Is that am I? Is that accurate or is that basically a a, a green question from a non musician? <laughs> well, you'd have to you'd have to really really um, tour around a lot, and you'd have to have something out there where you draw a crowd mm-hmm. yeah. or play covers or you know original music is difficult. Yeah. Okay. Well, especially because people kind of expect it to be free now. I mean, because there's so many different yes. venues where you can listen to the music for free. So why would I yep. buy your album if I can just listen to it for free? Yeah. So it makes it makes it even makes it even harder. Um, yeah, I read a story the other day that said to all, unless you're signed to a major label or unless you have you know a million subscribers on YouTube, mm-hmm. basically um, you're better off just putting everything out there for free because that's the only way people are going to hear it because people aren't going to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's, and so that's my uh, yeah, and that's what I'm we not, ended up doing as well. If I make my money back on the, you know what it costs me to duplicate this thing and, and handle that, then I'm I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> and even if not, if people hear it, that's all I'm. I, I'm going to do it regardless. Yeah, so yeah. If people, oh, I just want people to listen to basically. Well, some exactly. people buy it. Nigel has said that he's gone to iTunes and immediately downloaded these songs that he is hearing on his show. So you never know. Yeah. Some and people every, do I've, still buy off, off of iTunes, but you guys are true. right. Most people stream. And the they good stream thing about anything, the non-premium Spotify's yeah. so they don't get exactly. anything. Yeah. 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 What I anything that I have, anything that I put out will be available on Spotify and Amazon and iTunes streaming, whatever the whatever all the services are. It's like hundreds of them out there now, but um around the world. But they'll it'll be available in all of those. It's a question of, you know, you, you really have to have millions and millions of streams before they even bother sending you a check because it's exactly. still in the, like, <laughs> single-dollar range at that point. Really? Oh, yeah. There are people who get, like, 30 million streams a month, like, at the top of the, like, the, I mean, major, major best-selling artists mm-hmm. um, that everybody's heard of, and they still don't make all that much money off of that. So that's, that's why everybody has to tour because that's the only way they make money. Yeah, that's yeah, for the most part, yeah. yeah. It's all the merch. Yeah. It's all in the merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> the music is just like a, a, a way for them to sell merchandise. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah, for the most part. John, do you play any other instruments or strictly piano keyboards? Um, I, I dabble in the acoustic guitar. Uh, I taught myself oh. acoustic when I was in high school. Um, that was back when uh, Dashboard Confessional was a big thing back then. And he was like a oh, weird... Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a weird acoustic guitar guy. He had all these weird tunings and stuff like that. But I, um, I kind of, I kind of fell for that and and sort of learning how at least, you know, theoretically how to play guitar. I mean, so I can yeah. I can I can dabble enough to, uh, you know, I can learn something if if I sit down and actually try. But um, it's mostly mostly keyboard. Um, that's been I started taking lessons when I was like three from our, uh, our oh, the wow. organist at our church, and uh, so wow. that just kind of I only. I think I only took lessons for about ten or ten or eleven years um, until I uh, kind of stopped. But um, uh, you know, it was you know a, a ton of fun, just kind of branching off um, and starting to do improv stuff. Once I got my hands on on Billy Joel and jazz bands and stuff like that, so um, yeah, that's wow. it's been um, pretty much the the, the source of. Uh, relaxation for me for pretty much my whole life. I, I do it to, yep. to kind of relax and chill and, and all that stuff. So, Absolutely. It's And uh, I'll say I'm a big fan of Malcolm Gladwell and his theory, the outliers theory of 10,000 yeah. hours to be an expert mm-hmm. in that kind of stuff. And I can tell 
just from hearing you play just you know the first few times even the jingles that i heard i was like yeah this guy knows what he's doing he's been he's been playing a long long time many years so it it definitely shows that you started that young and took lessons for that many years and and learned and then branched out from there um that's it's it's really cool and i i totally agree on the relaxation and it's it's a thing where if nobody wanted me to hear, wanted to hear me play any instrument i'm still going to do it yeah just for my own entertainment and uh it it it's a it's it's like you said before it's a creative outlet and these jingles have actually kind of jump started that in me again where i was just basically playing for you know just local things around here uh-huh. to where i'm actually going to do these recordings that i'm you know putting out so that's that's one thing and it sounds like um from what you're saying that um um, the the jingles kind of led you into like doing stuff and like these collaborations that we've done stuff like that has been come out of that uh, has been has been really cool. Um, have you been um, playing anywhere like out in any places like where where you live now or is it just basically just sending tracks to the to the to the band? Um, yeah, I'm in the process of uh, I guess finding there are some uh, local places around here that apparently you know you can go and play you know like a three hour time slot or something like that just kind of background music. Cool. Um, yeah. so I'm starting to hook up with some of them. Um, and, uh, hopefully I'll be starting that in the next month or two. Um, awesome. yeah, just to, just to kind of get out there. Um, I played, so one of the, one of the things I did for my, my class, my, uh, cell bio class last semester was, um, I made a, uh, I made a deal with them. I said, you know, if the class averages over a certain, uh, a certain level, um, I'll go to the student center and play something on the piano. They have a piano in the, in the student center. And, uh, awesome. so, so they did, they, they, uh, they up there, they up the ante and, uh, you know, did really well on, the, on that exam. And so I ended up going and playing, uh, awesome. playing a couple songs Very for them cool. out there. So it, that's good motivator. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good motivator. They wanted to see me embarrass myself. Um, so now I, I take it. They, they were probably kind of taken. Have they ever heard you play anything before? They had not. No, I mean, they, so they were probably like, Oh, he's going to come in there. We're going to laugh at him. And you probably just like blew him yeah, off. Yeah. Okay. I played it out of the yeah. room. I played a Ray Charles song that I love, and uh, they're like, oh, okay, all right, you you can actually kind of play. Um, That's great. Now, so yeah, um, that was fun. Speaking of music, well, first of all, the jingles, you guys mm-hmm. are talking, if if I get nothing else from the jingles, at least I now know how to play ukulele. Because <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. picked one up before I started jingling, and um, so that has kept, that has also kept me going. Yeah. Um yeah, it's awesome. It's really nice speaking, not having to buy karaoke tracks all the time, too, if you can absolutely. just make your own track. <laughs> but speaking of music, John, we for the last couple of weeks, we've talked about our top five albums of all time. Do you oh, want to yes. weigh in? Do you have any? Yeah, like, yeah, I off do. Off the top of your head? Or? Yeah, I listened, to the, uh, I listened to the podcast last week with, uh, with Sean, and uh, mm-hmm. um, so my, I guess my musical, or my, my music listening background is kind of, is kind of strange. Um Especially, so like, you know, growing up, my parents essentially made it, made me listen to exclusively Christian music in the 90s and 80s, which was mm-hmm. okay. terrible back then. Like, <laughs> yep. I mean, just, 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 just yep. awful. Um, and it always is always funny, too, because like the music in the 90s was like a decade behind. So like the, the yes, Christian, the Christian right, music yeah. in the 90s sounded like 80s music. And then the Christian music in the early 2000s and sounded not, like 90s music. Not good, not, not good 80s music. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so very, very poor, very poor music. Um, yes. So it wasn't until um, really high school I started to kind of be able to branch out a bit. Um, and yeah. uh, so, I mean, I guess my, my first, probably one of my top five favorite albums is, is a Billy Joel album, mostly because my dad uh, was kind of a big influence with that. And it, that was Glass Houses. Um Cool. It's got to still rock and roll to me, and uh, you know, all from Lena, and uh, the the entire album 
just like 10 or 11 tracks. Um, I've listened to that one over and over and over again. Um, and it, there's, there's not really a bad song on it. Um, in, in my opinion, and it's, but it's, it's a different Billy Joel album than most of his other ones. Cause there's a lot of guitar on it. Um, mm-hmm. and it's more kind of like a, you know, kind of like an eighties, eighties ish, seventies ish rock, um, throughout the most part. So that, that's probably my favorite Billy Joel album. Um, that and, uh, river dreams is his last main studio album. Um, mm-hmm. are probably my two favorites. Um, and then I had uh, in high school, I had um, a big, um, I dove, I dove big into, uh, incubus. Um, it's kind of like the oh. kind of like grunge bro metal. I don't know whatever yes. you call it. Um, but their make yourself <laughs> album was, was probably one of my favorites, uh, ever. So it's yeah. got, you know, privilege and, and all those, all those things really, really good. Um, is that the one with drive on it? Yes. Yeah. It's okay. yeah. That one. And, um, so you make yourself and, oh, geez, what's the, the one that came out? I think the one that came out after that, uh, morning view, um, they, uh-huh. they were pretty similar. Both of them are really good. I, th- I think I like make yourself, uh, better, but, um, uh, yeah, that, that was a kind of a big album in my, um, in my high school days. Is uh, drive um, their biggest hit? Would you classify that? Probably. As how does that song yeah. go? I'm trying to think of it. It's like whatever tomorrow brings, I'll oh, yeah. be It's like there. an acoustic yep. groove, groove to it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. And uh, that and pardon me, I like I like pardon me. Yeah, um, the acu- while I burst into flames. Yeah, the, the acoustic <laughs> version of that song is really fun to play. Yep, um, that's the one. I, that's the one I like. Yeah, and I, I I pretty much love the acoustic versions of their of their songs. Um, yep, uh, better than the originals for the most part. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's almost like their song. They 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 did some pretty decent songwriting on, particularly in that that era. Yeah, um, they did some good stuff. I like their stuff better without all the the other added production part of it. Which I mean, I know yeah, is, yeah. is you know kind of stupid for me to say because that's kind of what I do is add <laughs> extra production stuff to songs. Yeah, but uh, I I do like their acoustic stuff that I've heard the versions better. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, they, they're an interesting band. I don't really like their stuff now. Like their last three albums haven't been that great. Um, yeah. I haven't even heard of anything since I think, what was it? Uh, Megalo Mania. Yeah. yeah um, it was, uh, was a curl left of the murder was the, um, the album. Yeah, that that's came, the album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, was, that's the last I've heard it was of Megalomaniac. Them. I think it was about George, George Bush more or less. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I they have kind of fallen off, uh, or they've they've kind of fallen off as far as you know, hmm. coming out with good stuff recently. But there's a stuff kind of right in the middle. Their earliest stuff was like really weird funk. Um, it was good. Hmm. I mean, at least as far as funk goes. But it was um, it was not mainstream at all. And then they had kind of two albums in the middle that were really good, um, and were kind of a big uh, big kind of inspiration um, as I was starting to do music um, with with yeah. other bands. Um, <clears throat> my I guess my my third probably favorite album, um, I, I really got into um, kind of at the end of college and the beginning of grad school is John Mayer's Continuum, um, oh, mm-hmm. and you know John Mayer's kind of a kind of a tool. He's kind of a you know kind of a jerk in real life, but he's a really <laughs> yeah I think it's kind he's of, a really he's talented a, musician. <laughs> um, oh yes, and, much more talented than his first album conveys yeah for sure of like, or if you've only heard his hits yeah if you haven't heard him like do the blues guitar stuff with the trio that he yeah has, you know done i don't know i mean i think it was like four or five years ago that i saw a live concert of him like on youtube or something um is it, and it's just like he's a really really good guitar player yeah he's going on tour right now isn't he with that trio 
or am I? Uh, he, he might be. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. He, he might be. I think I feel like he's like constantly playing out with those with those guys some places. Yeah. But what's on? You said continue. What's on? What is on that? So one? he uh, it's on? got a really good uh, cover of Jimi Hendrix "Bold as Love." Where he does like a, oh, a yeah. great Hendrix, uh, you know, Hendrix style solo. Um, it's got probably my yep. favorite song in the album is called Gravity. Um, yeah. It's like yep. a really kind of slow, really slow, funky um, mm-hmm. uh, or bluesy. Uh, there's a lot of blues in the in the album. Um, it's got uh, Waiting on the World to Change. That was probably the most popular song from the album, at least mainstream wise. Yep. Um, yep. But uh, Gravity's really good. Uh, I don't trust myself with loving you. It's another really good one. Um, Slow dancing in a burning room is essentially about like a a relationship that's just falling apart, and it's really, I mean, it's like the the lyrics on it are really, um, pretty, pretty profound um, in, in that one. Cool. It's like it's a lot of blues, and it's it's I don't know I, I can listen to that album um, you know over and over again you know without uh, without skipping anything. Um, nice. So that ended up being kind of one of my uh, one of my favorite albums, and then. I started getting into Muse a lot as well uh, in yep. in college and in grad school, and like that became probably one of my favorite bands. Um, so it's kind of hard to pick out a, like which album I like the best. But um, the two that they put out together, um, the it's the one with the like airplanes or something on the cover. Yeah, is it a um, oh, this the Origin of Symmetry? Or yeah, Black, it has like Hysteria. And, yeah, I think it's Origin um, of Symmetry and, and Black Holes and Revelation for two. Yes. Um, yes. Those. Those. Those two. Like back to. I have both of those. Yeah. Yeah. And they're and they're really good. I mean, they've, they've kind of been tainted by. Uh, uh, what's the chick that wrote Twilight? She was a huge yeah. Muse fan, so they're all in those those movies, which like yeah. saddens me. Stephanie That's Meyer. Unfortunate for yeah. Them. Yeah. I was she's just a about huge to say, fan. like Sean, last week I'm staying in my lane over here, but then you said the lady who wrote. Um, Twilight, and I think I, <laughs> I think I have that, which I don't know that I'm proud like that Twilight? I know that. Oh yeah, do you like Twilight? My, my wife do I like Twilight? Read the whole no. thing. Yeah, I mean, I've read the. I just want to clarify. I did read the books, but that was a long time ago, and I do not like them anymore. At one point, yeah. I did like them. Yeah, <laughs> and if hey, people like it, they like it. I like stuff that a lot of people don't like too, or yeah. people might consider silly. But she but, was yeah, not a good definitely. writer. That's let's just establish no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. She was. A, it was a soap opera. Yeah, yeah pretty much with werewolves and what vampires? Is that what it was? Yeah, uh, vampires and werewolves. Yes. Yeah. And, so and, sorry, and John. I didn't know. I don't think I know any of Muse's work. <clears throat> oh, you need to. Probably my favorite Muse song is um, "The Lightning Strike," the part one. Just a quick editor's note: I am an idiot. I mean, that's not the entire note, as you already knew that. But "The Lightning Strike" part one is by Snow Patrol, not Muse. I often tend to confuse song titles between Snow Patrol, Muse, Postal Service, a few of those others. Um, but definitely check out Lightning Strike Part 1, and Parts 2 and 3 are cool too, by Snow Patrol. The song that I was trying to think of by Muse is Exogenesis, which also has three parts, and Part 1 is coincidentally also my favorite of that one. And since we're here and I mentioned Postal Service, check out the cover that Iron and Wine did of Such Great Heights. That's also another great song. And now... Back to more nonsense. Plus, John. So, like the lead singer's voice is kind of an acquired taste. It took me a while to get used to it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't like it at first, but it, I mean, it fits the the style of music. I mean, it's kind of like hard. Yes. I don't know if I consider it progressive rock, but hard kind of alternative. It has progressive rock. Leanings. Yeah, it does. I mean, you can tell the guys like classically trained. Like the the lead singer plays guitar and piano. 
Um, yep. He's incredibly gifted. Um, and he's, he's got like a Rachmaninoff type vibe to him. A lot of his stuff are like really minor, uh, minor songs, very chromatic and stuff. So, um, and the bass player does like a lot of like lead lines and like yeah. drives a lot of the songs. He he's playing like melod- more melodically than most exactly bands, most bands bass and players. and uh, one uh, one thing like when I'm when I'm like listening to bands and like I try to pick out like what bands are good or like what what bands have talent. I always listen to the mm-hmm. bass player. If the yes. if the bass if the bass player is isn't just playing dun 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 yeah whole eight notes yeah if if there's a little more I mean not whole they're playing root eight notes yeah if there's a little more variety and you know kind of melodic stuff that the band is good not to say that every good band has yeah exactly and and so they yeah they got it's only three guys too it's just a drummer bass player and then the the lead singer. Um, plays guitar, guitar and uh, keyboard and keyboard. So uh, I, I still need to see them in concert. They came to Baltimore uh, when I was there, but I wasn't able to go. Um, cool. But uh, yeah, that that ended up, um, you know, kind of they ended up being a huge influence to me. And like, especially a lot of the writing that I did for my band uh, was was pretty Muse inspired mm-hmm. um, as far as the uh, the overall sound. Um, nice. <clears throat> and then as the last uh, the last album, well, I guess. So when I was in high school, I was in a band with, uh, with three other guys, two brothers and, uh, um, and a, a guitar, uh, guitar player. And we formed kind of like a fish cover band, like the, from the, yeah. the, the 80s, uh, uh, you know, jam band fish. And, uh, yeah. you know, we, so we, we didn't really write any original stuff, but we just jammed for, for hours at a time. Um, and uh, so, like, I, I got really into fish then. And the my all-time favorite song ever is a song called Reba. And it's like a 12-minute long song in the studio version. And there's this instrumental section in the middle that is just uh, amazing. Um, and so you have like this, there's like a, a point and counterpoint with the guitarist um, doing a line. And then, then the keyboardist is kind of like echoing the line, like a measure behind. And it's really, mm-hmm. um, huh. really fascinating and, and kind of beautiful once they started getting into like this, this slow jam section. Um, I need to go listen to that because that's... I, I've. That's probably my hole in a lot of my music, uh-huh. instrumental stuff at least, or you know, jam band stuff is Fish, which I mean, is, seems ridiculous to say. Yeah, that's the, the hole in my <laughs> jam band knowledge is Fish, which is basically the one thing that most people think of when they think of jam. Bands. Yeah, either, either Fish or Grateful Dead are the or like the two main ones. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah totally. But yeah, so so Reba uh, is, the, is my favorite song. It's on Lawn Boy, the album, and that album's pretty good. But it's got my favorite song of all time, so. I might kind of throw that yeah, in there. That makes a difference. Yeah, it does. Weights, it does. Yeah, that weights it. And I, I, that, I got to see Fish. Uh, they came to the Meriwether Post Pavilion in uh, cool. in Baltimore um, a couple years ago. And none of my friends liked Fish. And so I couldn't find anybody to go with. So I just went by myself and sat on the hill yep. and, uh, and listened to them uh, play. They played like an hour and a half set at the beginning. Um, took a, Was that like three songs? Yeah. And took, a, <laughs> and, uh, and took like a 10 or 15 minute break and then, and then played another two hours after that. And they played Reba. Oh man. They played Reba. Wow. And I was, that's always, I funny. was over the moon. I was like, they, I finally get to see fish and, uh, they, they played my favorite song. So it was, uh, awesome. it was awesome. Cool. I have to go listen to that one. Yeah. yeah so that's my homework is I'm going to go listen to that. Yeah, for and sure. KJ, if you're going to listen to Muse, I would listen to like Hysteria or, um, I like Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome is really good. I like a uh, plug-in baby. Uh, it's it's yep. just like a, good. it's a kind of a radio friendly ish song for them. Um, but it's, it's yep. really good. Um, I'm writing it all down. Yeah. The, the cool. muse, yeah. The, the absolution origin of symmetry and, and black holes and revelations. Yes. Those three albums are kind of in the middle. Um, 
middle part of their uh, their career and are really oh, they're all good. Their new stuff is yeah, still pretty that's good. My favorite three album run right there. There, um, their their new stuff's you know pretty good still too. But um, it's it's a little bit different. They started to get a little bit of the dubstep in a couple of their songs, and I'm like, eh. oh no, I don't know. Maybe that's why I didn't listen. Yeah. To I, I knew I, my, subconsciously my brain yeah. was like, don't taint your opinion of them by listening to the new stuff. Yeah, so don't, don't listen to the new albums. Uh, they, okay. they, yeah. There's a couple songs that get a little bit of dubstep, uh, but I think didn't they do? They did an Olympic uh, anthem. Yeah, for the so. one in London, I think the Olympics mm-hmm. in London. Pretty sure because um, they're a British band. That so. seems to me. Really. Um, um, but yeah, uh, the the music music is really good. I definitely recommend them. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for playing along on that. I know that's incredibly difficult to pick top five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and they're, I mean, they're all kind of random, uh, random as far as like different styles as well, which is you know, kind of why my, my band uh, was like, what did, where are you coming from? Because all of them are like 10 years <laughs> older than me uh, for the most part. So they were into like hair bands and like ACDC and, you know, Led Zeppelin, like all that sure. stuff. And I never listened to that as a kid. Like I, I that's, I mean, that's a huge, um, you know, kind of, uh, empty, empty part of my, uh, music, um, mm-hmm. experience. So. Um, I, I had a whole, whole completely different kind of uh, uh, influence to bring. That's what makes bands cool when you get together with with different people that you don't know and coming from different backgrounds and stuff. And if you can make it all fit together, yeah, I think it makes the the songwriting and and the you know playing together interplay between each other much stronger. Exactly, and much more appealing to a, a different you know various audience members. Yeah, yeah, especially nowadays when when people are just buying individual songs, they can find a song that they like out of your album. Yes, they'll right. at least buy that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all singles now. Yeah, pretty much. John, you want to say anything else? Anything else you wanted to say before we move on? Not really that I can think of. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been, it's been kind of like a heavy, heavy kind of music. No, uh, that's good. Music type thing. So and that's, I mean, that's, that's I, I love it. You get two musicians on the line. I love it. Wait, 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 wait. Three musicians. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. <laughs> yes. Three musicians. Yeah, you, you play, you play ukulele. Ukulele. And that's I mean, the voice is an instrument too. And you got a, you got a killer one. Very so. true. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Well, three musicians. I'll take it. <laughs> so it is. It's. I mean, I mean, this is this is the music podcast yes. this week. All right. Which is fine by me. This is a song with words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should end what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you, it's a quiz. What do we know? So, now we're going to do a quiz, and we want to thank John for hanging around with us to be part of this nonsense as well. Uh, <coughs> uh, so, this this quiz is about video games, because what we typically like to do is, um, whenever we have a guest on playing quiz with us, um, we will ask them, you know, kind of, what kind of, just send out a few topics, or if they'd be interested in things, and I think KJ told me you said something maybe that's weird, and possibly video games, or... Um, yeah, music related or something like that. So I thought, you know, we did movies and we've done plenty of music. So let's do video games and just see how much we know about video games. Um, so we have um, a quiz called a to-do list quiz, which we hadn't done one of these before. Um, but it's basically just three or four. I'm guessing the first one has three bullet points of um, things that are about the game. And then we have to name the game based on what you do in the game. It's a to-do list, basically. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I believe there's 15 of these. So, KJ, when you're ready, um, if you could read the first one, and we'll see how it goes. 
And typically the way we do it is, you know, we'll, if you know the answer, you can say, I know it. Don't say it, you know, out loud until we kind of make sure every, either everybody knows it or we're giving hints and that kind of stuff. You know, the usual quiz thing that we do. Nonsense. <laughs> okay. You Go ready? It, Let's do it. Ready. Step on turtles, throw fireballs, save princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that one. Yep. <laughs> that one I actually know. Do you know the theme song to this, KJ? Oh, of course I do. Nice. So we know this is Super some Mario. sort of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, Super yeah. Mario. Which character right. did you always want to be? Um, I always play Peach if they give an option. Yeah, she could float. She's really yeah. nice in Mario too. That extra float is incredible. Yeah. Well, but now, now, whenever I play, my daughter always wants to be the princess, so she's Peach, and I usually am Mario. That's I, nice I like of the little you. toad guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the, the toad. you played, who were you, KJ? Well, in the original, wasn't this just wasn't it only just two options, Mario and Luigi? In the very original, it yeah. was only Mario. Yeah, when okay. he was essentially climbing up and trying to get the uh, the it was like an ape or something like that, wasn't there, a gorilla? <laughs> yes, Donkey Kong. Yeah. I Mario was that's in that. true, yep. I <laughs> always pick Luigi. Oh. He's Luigi taller. had a cool, yeah, he's taller. He had that, like, uh, little floaty, extra floaty or extra high jump, I think. Yeah. So he, yep. that was a pretty good advantage, too. Okay, next one. Ready? Next. <clears throat> Do it. Mine resources, craft shelter, <laughs> kill creepers. Okay, I know oh, this. Yeah, they kind of gave it away in the yeah. in the hints. It's, yeah, in, um, in the first line. Okay, well, the only thing I can think of by giving it away, you two know it. Yes. Oh yeah. Giving it away with the first line is it Minecraft? Yes. Correct. Yes. I've never played that game. I have played hundreds of hours of it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I've watched my son play hundreds of hours of it. it so I I, uh, I was pretty big into video games, you know, growing up. And then mm-hmm. uh, when I was in grad school, I got a, a PlayStation Vita, which is like their the latest handheld. And, oh, yeah, portable one. And it's uh, like I, I when I was going to and from uh, grad school, I, I had to take a bus, and it was like a forty five minute bus ride. So I, I still played uh, quite a bit. So I played a lot of Minecraft on that. Oh, that's perfect. It's a lot of fun. That, that kind of deal, yeah. Yeah, my my son loves it. Um, my yes, like my three oldest kids play it but i used play in a very loose term my my son is starting to get my oldest son is starting to get used to it but there's so much you can do uh with it like there's logic gates and like people have made calculators like functioning calculators in it stuff it's pretty it's it's amazing when you give people a sandbox like that with all kinds of different tools with no really with a with a base rule set but no really constraints in the game and then just let them go people will create some ridiculously amazing stuff so even even like artwork and stuff i mean like some people have made um like hogwarts like from harry potter like they make uh like entire hogwarts castle out of the minecraft blocks and stuff so it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah if you google if you are not google if you just go on youtube and look for you know cool minecraft stuff it's all kinds of amazing amazing stuff yeah oh yeah Hmm. Again, staying in my own lane over here. (laughs) Number three. (laughs) Number three. (coughs) Become the dragonborn. Kill Mm -hmm. dragons. Kill a dragon in the afterlife. Mm Mm-hmm. I got this one. No, there's another game that I I have an idea what this one could be. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't don't think I've ever played... 
I haven't played the like this particular series. I think it's a long series. Yes, like, there's, there's, a, a, there's a there's a ton of them. Uh, but there's another game that I think fits all of these things as well. It's a little bit more obscure, but I think I got something. All right, KJ, you have any idea? <laughs> the way you phrase the question makes it seem like you do not think I know the answer. <laughs> I've got no idea, unless okay. the, um, it has to be a video game, right? This Dungeons and Dragons is not a video game per se. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons kind of influenced a lot of video games. Yeah, and there have there have been like licensed Dungeons and Dragons games, but Dungeons and Dragons as a concept. Okay. Yeah, this was no. more of a, a tabletop game. Yeah. Yes, more this like. this game this game that it is is very it owes a lot of its roots to Dungeons and Dragons. It comes from the concept of, of yeah, for that. sure. I, th- I believe this game actually has the roles like it, where it's actually doing the random number generating to roll the dice to simulate rolling the dice in the background. You never see it, but I think a lot of this game does that kind of stuff. You mean like rolling your dread botch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has some like skill where you have to like move the mouse and, you know, or point the control in the right direction and point the character and, you know, and attack the stuff at the right time and, and dodge. But a lot of it is based on like, oh, if you get better armor, then you get better, you know, stats. So when yeah. you're attacking something, or you get a better weapon, and you attack something, there's kind of do it's kind of doing that math in the background underneath. Well, I mean, obviously it's a computer, so it's doing math always, but it's doing math related to the game in the background. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. You, you guys, go ahead and give your guess. <laughs> All right. The name, um, the name of the character in this game is referred to as Dragonborn a lot by the. NPCs in the game, and it's an open world. Um, yeah. You're right; it, it's a series. It's part of the Elder Scrolls series. Yes. Okay. No guess. Do you want to guess or? <laughs> no, I got nothing. Dragonborn. Dragonborn identity. All right, it's one word. Okay. It has something to do with a region. Every every game in this series has a region. It's based on a region. Yeah. Of it's, this it's... kind of fantasy world, like there was Morrowind, and then. Um, what was the other one? Oblivion. Um, yeah, Oblivion. I think it was one of the more recent ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is the one after Oblivion. Yeah. Um, got no- not got nothing. When you look up at the sky. Yes, that's the first part of it. <laughs> and uh, uh, I guess you, you can you can you can't see this thing, but you see the effects of this thing. Hmm. Sort of sky, in the uh, sky. Well, not really. No. Um, if you're drinking um, from a coffee cup, there's like something could be around. And say you wanted to put cinnamon in it, you could put it around this top part of the cup, and it would be sky around rim. the sky yes, rim. Yes, there we go. Sky <laughs> yeah. rim. Boom. No. No, I, I, I've actually never played Points. that. I never played that game, and uh, I was kind of drawing a blank at it uh, to be at, at first uh, because I never played it before. But there's another yeah. game on the PlayStation One called Legends of the Dragoon. Um, I've heard of that. And you, you essentially you have. I guess they don't they don't consider you Dragonborn, so they don't label you as Dragonborn. Um, oh. So, but uh, you're essentially like a dragoon, which are like a dragon knight, and you you turn into like this dragon like figure, and you kill other dragons and steal their souls more or less, and become um, and other people oh, in your yeah. party become dragoons. As well, and you, I think you kill a dragon in the afterlife. It's been a while since I played the game, so I was like, oh. so, it's, "So it could be both." Actually, it could, it could be. Both it, could, it could be. I think the dragonborn probably uh, 
is yeah. is most specific to Skyrim. But uh, yeah, Skyrim Skyrim was a huge, huge like mainstream game. If you played <clears> like people that only yeah. played like Call of Duty and Madden every year picked up Skyrim. It was yeah. it sold, you know, twelve million copies or something like that. It you know, the first year, which is insane for a video game, which yeah, is a lot. I think it's made by uh Bethesda Studios, which is actually in Bethesda, yep. Maryland, so it's pretty uh, pretty local nice. to the Cornizer show. <laughs> Very uh, cool. <laughs> I'm sure Tony I've knows all about it. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I've actually never heard of Skyrim. I remember seeing it's commercials very, for it and stuff like that too. But yeah, they were showing like commercials during the Super Bowl a few yeah. years ago when it first came out. Okay. So it's 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 it's. I must have been eating nachos or something. Yeah, it's it's the only Elder Scrolls game I've ever played, but it was it's cool. It was interesting. Yeah, I, I still get to play it. I had a PS3 and it, it ran like garbage on the PS3. Oh, okay. um, PC is the only way to go on that thing. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, it's really, really glitchy and, and stuff on the PS3. So never. I think I they're about ready it. to put it put it out. I think they're about ready to do or like a re-release on the on the PS4, the, the new. Oh yeah, yeah, the PS4, yeah. it's already out. Like I think. the new Nintendo thing that's coming out. Yeah, the Switch. That too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what it is. Okay, next. Okay. <laughs> Get starter. Oh. Get gym badges. Defeat the elite four. Oh boy, this one's going to. I, I, have, I have stories on this one as well. Okay, KJD, <laughs> you know what this is? Um, no. I think I think this particular game has gotten PETA in an uproar at some points. Um, by probably at least, at least yes. I, I can see that happening. This game got people injured. Uh, in the last couple of years, yeah. a, a different version of this, yeah, game, like a new online version of this app. Yeah, on your phone. Got people mm-hmm. injured. Yeah. Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that would, so, yeah, some like, of the things in this game could cause fire. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, people were like going to like dark like alleys, like in places they're not familiar with, in order to play this online version of this game. Yeah. The series that um, then people were like figuring it out and using people other like criminals basically were using the app to go okay they've put this particular location where you're going to catch these things in this one area i know where that is i'm going to go there and i'm going to rob these idiots when they come in there staring at their phones this is not pokemon go is yeah it's pokemon yeah yeah Yeah. well there we go (laughs) and i think people were getting hit by cars and stuff too oh yeah because you're looking down at your phone trying to see if there's any any pokemon that are close and instead of paying attention when you're walking across the street, getting hit, it's yeah. Yeah, survival of the fittest type stuff. <laughs> so, so you 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 have experience playing? I've oh never played goodness. a Pokemon game in my life. Uh, yeah, so I had a I had a Game Boy uh, as a kid, uh-huh. and my my younger brother had a Game Boy as well. So, like on some of our long trips, like we I grew up in Chicago, and uh, every once in a while we'd go down to Florida to, to Disney World, and mm-hmm. it was a long trip. So we would play Pokemon like together a couple of days driving yeah yeah and so we'd be sitting in the back of our van and they actually had like a cable that you could use to connect uh connect two Game Boys together and you could trade oh, Pokemon yeah, back and forth yeah, yeah. and uh, so my brother and I well I was the older brother so I I kind of took advantage of him so I you start out <laughs> you start out getting one of three Pokemon and I had my brother essentially pick a different Pokemon than the one that I picked and then traded for me for like one of the easiest Pokemon to catch in the game um nice. and but when I <laughs> This is, oh boy. So in, in grad school, <laughs> in grad school, I borrowed my buddy's uh, Nintendo DS. And yeah. uh, at this point, I was taking a train in because uh, there's there's like one subway line in Baltimore that goes from the northwest suburb 
to uh, Johns Hopkins Hospital where I was working. And um, uh, so that was another 45-minute uh, train ride, and I would play Pokemon. Um, and I actually had two Game Boys, and I would link them myself and trade with myself. And it nice. was it – was, I'm not. I'm not really proud of it. Um, That's like one step away from needing the twelve step program. Uh, well, I mean, it, get, it gets worse because I would get a male oh, and no. female version of each one uh, of each Pokemon, and uh, and evolve in all the different evolutions. I'd get a male and female version. So actually, I filled up the entire Poke uh, Pokemart storage place in one of the games. Wow. So I had to kind of like branch it over to the second one to get it. It's a weird OCD. Uh, thing that I'm not necessarily proud of, but I am a, I'm a grown man. I have four children, and I I spent hundreds of hours on this stupid game. But it was hey. it was uh, I mean it was more like a childhood uh, a childhood thing. It just bring me back to when I was a, a kid in the back of our our van. I'm totally totally with you. I've never played Pokemon, but I have other games that I that I go back to every now and then that I'm that I started out playing as a kid. Yeah. And, I never, I've never had like a portable console or any handheld of any sort. Um, so I was always playing console games or mostly PC games in the nineties growing yeah. up. And so that's kind of what I go back to a lot. And that's, um, I, I am with you. So <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, I'm, I'm, I'm in it too. So that's, I, I, I could tell many stories like that too, but, uh, we will go on to the next question. Um, not that we don't have time, but that I, <laughs> I'm not going to admit anything at this point. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to soil my reputation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great, man. <clears throat> okay, the next one is get plasmids. Kill a big daddy. Would you kindly? This is one of the greatest games ever. I agree. <laughs> one of the greatest series ever, I think. Um, the, 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 inf- I, well, the last I like one. The was, last one. I, I did too. <laughs> um, I'm trying to trying to think of any clues i i don't know how kj you would ever <laughs> interact with this uh this particular game um no, this is one yeah. this is another one that was huge when it like came out yeah as far as like the promotion was advertised these are all so far mostly mainstream stuff um, yeah um i would say the first part of the word this is one word but it's made up of like two smaller um words sort of um it has like a prefix the the first part of the word has to do with what john does yep um it's like his his area of expertise at his job um the field of study of living things okay bio is the first part of the question bio Bio is the first part this is like some like you know (laughs) podcast charade (laughs) yeah for the most part this is great i love this um and any uh, if you're amazed at something, um, oh, that's a good one. Bio maze. This is the second part of the word. Uh, you're amazed. Uh, you're uh, something kind of startles startles you. Shock. Yeah. Yes. Bio shock. Have you do you have you ever, have ne- you heard bio? Never heard of it. <laughs> well, I guess I shouldn't say mainstream. Then this is as someone who has played video games over the years, I feel this is a pretty mainstream game, but maybe not. Yeah, yeah, it's like the the story. The story in it is really is really great. It's like this weird dystopian yep. underwater uh, city uh, where these people get like powers. From, essentially, they inject themselves with these plasmids to get certain like special powers, like throwing fire, uh, lightning, and stuff like that. And it becomes like it's kind of like a uh, 
uh, a place that's riddled with addicts, essentially. Like they're they're all kind of went crazy um, underground or under the water, and uh, it's a fantastic game. It's really never really good. <laughs> I'm just wondering where the I'm going to throw my own in right now. You ready? Okay. Climb the ladder, jump over the barrel. <laughs> Rescue the princess. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. We mentioned this. Nice. We this yes. the beginning. Yeah, because that was Mario's technically first game. Was was Donkey yeah. Kong? He was the yes. guy. Yes. But it wasn't Peach. He was rescuing, and now I can't remember the name. Oh, of the princess. Yeah. It was Peach a different and... princess. He was two time in. Oh, pre- she he had was two a name. In- oh, it yeah. wasn't just the princess. Oh no, it was, she had a name. It was. It's like a lore to it and a story and a background. Nintendo didn't do anything without you know all kinds of backstory. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I don't know that one. So Mario was all cheating right. on the princess Daisy? with this other princess. Daisy or Lily? Daisy might have been. I think it might have been Daisy. I we should probably use that. the internet and look this stuff up. But instead, <laughs> we're going on to. Okay, this is Bioshock. Let me type this in so we can get to the next one. Uh, you ready for the next one? Um, yes. Oh, stop. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at one second remaining. I think you better take over, Jason. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let me get, I got I to gotta hit resume. All right. Um, play tennis. Play bowling. Throw remote into television. <laughs> which I would not have got this oh, except I know for the this very one. last one. All yeah. right. I think we all know it. This is the um, Nintendo Wii. Yes. Yeah. Wii what? Fit. We fit. No. We what are what are tennis and bowling? bowling. Yeah, bowling. What are tennis and bowling? Sports. Yes, we sports. We sports. It's got to be. Let me see. Oh, gosh, I am aching. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, this um, is this is really big. Back in the day, got a lot. I never of old, owned a Wii, so I never played. I never played any of those. It got a lot of old people in uh, like nursing homes and stuff buying buying the Wii to play this game. That's true. Yeah, was I Reven- wrote a story once. Wait, about the Wii. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. I'm going to pause because we got to hear this. This <laughs> You did what? It's not, it wasn't a story. It was an article that I w- did for a job that um, wow. basically described how one might get tendonitis by playing the Wii too much. Okay. Really? It was, uh, you know, part of my boring aspect of my job where I have to analyze the repetitive motion and tell you that you're probably going to get um, la- you know, tennis elbow. If you keep time. playing the week. <laughs> so, so did you um, determine that people were getting repetitive injuries from playing Wii sports and stuff like that? I think I didn't determine it. I think it was already known. So it was more like a newsletter type okay. of thing cool. where we were alerting people. You know, you you should you should be careful with this, and here's some exercises you can do to prevent that. That kind of thing. I I can definitely see that uh, that happening. I actually used to throw out my my shoulder sometimes like because they had a baseball uh baseball one on it uh as well baseball game on it as well where you uh would have to like swing as like a home run derby type thing and you know you're you're holding something that weighs like you know four ounces and you're trying to swing it like like an actual baseball bat and you can throw Uh out your arm yep um yep that's true because you don't have the you don't have the resistance there exactly you you don't have the yeah that's that's interesting but then you learn some different tricks. Like you can, you can actually play bowling just by laying on the couch and kind of flicking your wrist. And you can still like I built, I built a, a couple three hundreds that way. Um, so what? In, what in I've gathered. <laughs> what I've gathered so far is you are an expert at gaming the game, gaming the system. Yes, yes. gaming the system yes. of a video game. Yes. which is great. <laughs> I was figuring out shortcuts. Now I'm trying. 
good. I'm trying to think of the name of the article. It was some corny thing with the word we for W-E instead. It was just really dumb. Wait, is it out there on the internet, maybe? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Okay. If you find it, um, I would love to read it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever find it. <laughs> it's like me telling, okay. telling stories about my video game addictions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll never do that. Uh, that one's lost. So, uh, number seven. Okay. Run, destroy robots, grab rings. <coughs> if it wasn't for the last one, that would be a lot harder. But uh, yes, I got it. The last one gives it away. Yep. Also, another huge mainstream. I know you've heard of this, KJ. Yeah, it had to be. I mean, it was really when first systems came out, like, or at least the, the first, I guess, main. Well, I don't know. Should I give away the, the, the Sega? Was yes, the, Sega. the one that came out with this? Okay. Kind of competing with Mario, yeah. Uh, at that time, when Mario Brothers, you know, on the NES and the Super NES, um, my daughter, yeah, I don't think I ever, my daughter I once called I this thing a, a beaver. Sega. It's not a groundhog, not a beaver, but she called yeah. it both of those. <laughs> the name of it is one of those one of those rodents. Yes. Sort of, yeah, sort, sort of. of like that. Yes. Um, grabbing rings, grabbing rings, mm-hmm. um, squirrel. No, he's blue. Runs really fast. Runs really fast. Spiky. Oh, Sonic the there Hedgehog. We go. Sonic the Hedgehog. Boom. It was like Dr. Nice. Robotnik. So yes, that was really good. We're just looking. Eggman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never played that one. Uh, I was good. I, I was more of a Genesis kid and then a Super Nintendo kid, so that's okay. I played a lot of Genesis games, Sega Genesis. Strictly Nintendo for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Atari before Nintendo. There we go. That was the first thing I owned was Atari. Actually, Texas Instruments. Oh, Space Invaders. Oh, wow. Very good. Wow. And Pong, when it was black and, and Pong, white. Yes. Yeah, it was black and white. And then Tecmo Bowl. What was Tecmo Bowl? On? That was in NES. Yeah, that was NES. Oh, it was. I okay. love Tecmo Bowl. We played many, yeah. many hours of Tecmo Bowl in college. <laughs> 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 against you, know, we'd get like you know we play a whole season against each other, like you know the whole dorm floor. So that. Um, how I spent my college years playing video games. That's basically the answer to yeah. any year. Yeah, mine was uh, Counter-Strike was the game I played in college. Oh, nice. <clears throat> we also did, we, we would always go back and pull like from the older stuff, because this is in our mid, early, mid-90s, and mm-hmm. we would do, we would go out and get like NES games, because that's okay. kind of what we all already had, and um, we would pull, and Sega Genesis, of course, but we, we would we would do, we did like a running um, nonstop Legends of Zelda, oh, man. And Zelda 2, and then Link to the Past, where we played them constantly where somebody had to be playing them all the time okay even overnight so we would do like shifts and we'd finish them in like in a week and then we'd go back and do it started over so it was um yeah, yeah. i guess i did tell some stories <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> uh next <clears throat> next uh throw bird kill pig get angry Throw bird, kill pig, get angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I guarantee you, you've played this game, KJ. Yeah, it's a phone game. It's a phone game, mainly. Mainly, yeah. It's a phone. Yeah, game? huge, huge, huge phenomenon. Oh, angry bird. Yes, yes. I have played that game. Yep. I think everybody from you know my grandma to my five year old has played that game. Yeah, so the but first I wouldn't games have ever got it. I don't think I would have gotten it if you didn't tell me it was a phone game. I wouldn't have gotten it probably if it didn't say "get angry" at the last, <laughs> the last yeah. one for that one. Yeah. I mean, the, the pigs yeah. Yeah, might have given it away, but the, yeah, the angry, yeah. the angry is Instantly. definitely. The, yeah, 
next, um, okay. This is a this is a good one too. Eat dots, run from ghosts, <laughs> navigate yes. the maze. I know it. Yes, there we go. Well, wait a minute. We have to see if John. Oh, no, I, I know I this. He I used to play it in a pizza pizza hut all the time. <laughs> yes, the cocktail. Yeah, I know. I know you know it. Pac Man. Yes. Yep. has to be. Type it in. <clears throat> that I had the um, Atari twenty six hundred version of that game, which is universally known as the worst uh, <laughs> port of that game, in one of the worst ports of any great game ever made, and wow. loved it on the Atari twenty six hundred because didn't play it because you know this is the early eighties mid 80s didn't have it didn't have an arcade near me that actually had it and okay. then saw it in the arcade and was like oh wait a minute this is a whole new world this <laughs> it's is, completely different this is like a, a totally new game <laughs> i have speaking of which i have do you remember buckner and garcia they did the song pac-man fever i'm not familiar with it no <laughs> i got some crickets on that one <laughs> i have the i still have the 45 record of that of that, and it's got something else on the other back, some other video game song. But they did a whole album wow. of video game related songs. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Go look up Pac Man Fever <clears> by <throat> Buckner and Garcia on YouTube. And um, I'm, I need to shut up. Anyway, <laughs> move to the next. I think one. I'll look up Muse instead. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely. definitely a better, uh, a better bet. <laughs> yes. Um, next. Okay, next. Kill aliens, kill parasites, destroy the ring. This is another, another one huge, with the ring. Yeah, this is this is a different kind of ring. This is a much bigger ring. Um, oh, huge, okay, huge, another. huge, yeah. huge franchise. I guess it's another another name Xbox. for a ring as well. Yes, is the name of the. Uh, it's what I've it's what I've been seeing lately when I look at lights at nighttime. Not Starburst, okay. but the other one. Um, Beyonce has a song named this. Yeah. I think it's the name of the song. I know she says it a bunch in the song. Uh, I don't know if I want to give... The, like Beyonce has the name of the game <clears throat> in her song. I mean, obviously not because of the game, but she has the name. It's the name of the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Actually, I, uh, referring back to Incubus, this isn't going to be a good hint, but Incubus uh, actually did a, a song for one of their one of the games. Oh, yeah, they did. I remember that now. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't have thought about that. Nice callback. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lightning? No. No, think of... Uh, Lemonade. Um, <laughs> angels. angels. Um, not wings, but the other thing that is associated with angels. It's a ring structure. Halo. Halo. Halo yes. Okay. Yeah, Halo. Halo. Yeah. I've actually heard of that. I've actually heard of that game. Yeah. Never played it. The Master Chief. Yeah. John Spartan. I've played all... I hadn't played the last two, like, I think four and five. I played all the ones before that. Yeah, one, I, played, two, I played one and two in ODST, I think. Um, yep. But I never oh, had an Xbox, so I just played it at my friend's house. <clears throat> this this made me buy an Xbox. This is the reason I originally bought an they're, Xbox was this game. They're fun games. And that, yeah, wow. It's good. It's It changed the first-person shooter genre, like storytelling thing, yeah. for the better. And especially multiplayer. Absolutely. Uh, as well. Like, it had split screen. It's like four people playing at once. Um, yes. Did a lot of church lock-ins. <laughs> we played <Yeah>. this game. <laughs> I played. I played a lot of along two with and listening three to the newsboys. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Striper. Striper is what you know. I, was the I opened the for when I was a kid. my band opened for Striper. That uh, well, they came. wait a minute. Wait, Whoa, a minute. wait a minute. You're They're in the, in the lead, lead here. Yes, yeah, Orphan Project. Uh, we opened for Striper when they what? came to. Uh, they came to Baltimore. <laughs> I think it was like in 2011. That's awesome. That is um, hilarious. It was fun. They, they're uh, they're still kicking. They're still yeah. kicking. Uh, to hell with the devil. 
Yeah. <laughs> they had there was one song that they had that I really liked that I can't it wasn't one that was popular. I just a friend of mine had like their cassette and I was like, eh, I, I like rock, you know, then I was like, let me listen to this. And I listened to it and there's one song that I was like, this is actually pretty good. I like yeah. this song. And then the rest of it I was like, eh, I, I, I have not terrible. Like I I never I never listened to them at all, but all the other guys in my band like love these guys from back in the day. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, we're opening for them. So it was Yeah. It was, that's, it was that, fun. It was pretty that cool. is an amazing story. That's awesome. Fun. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> you only waited till an hour and a half later to tell us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rob will never hear this. That's right. Uh, so, uh, let me type in Halo on this one. Number 10, or I'm sorry, number 11. Um, explore the asylum. Destroy evil plants. Beat up the clown. This one's a great game too. Yep. This is also a very tricky beat up clues. The clown? Yeah, beat up yeah. the clown. Um, this is much more than the asylum. Mm-hmm. Kill plants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't worry about the kill okay, plants. The only... Oh well, that was what I was going with. Plants versus zombies. No, you need to focus no. on asylum and clown. Yeah. Um, I guess there's a movie that came out last year that was. Mm-hmm. I guess pretty awful that had uh, this particular clown in it, um, yep. played by uh, Bozo. No, no. Although, yeah, is, is that a, that's a Midwest thing, right? I know Bozo the clown in WGN. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah Bozo WGN. I grew up watching WGN mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. TBS both yeah. at the same time somehow. Um, so um, yeah, Jared Leto uh, from yeah, Jared, yeah. You know, sixty or yeah. thirty seconds, some time limit to, to Mars. I can't remember. That. I can't even remember. <laughs> Oh, well, I know Jared Leto from the um, show with he and Claire Danes on um, My So-Called Life? MTV. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was in that. He was in that? I forgot about yeah, that. he played the love interest of Claire Danes. Well, he certainly looks um, a lot different in this movie. And he was also in, um, he won the Oscar for his role in, Dallas what Byers was that Club. called? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks different now. Okay. Yeah, this, he certainly movie. looked different in this. I know what movie you're talking about, Johnny. He looks certainly looked different in that. This is the one where story, the movie came out where the stories were like he was mailing. He was getting so into the character that he was mailing like dead stuff and stuff, other stuff. I'm not even going to mention yeah. to his co-stars, like to their trailers and stuff. He was like dropping off, like trying to get so into the psychotic nature of his character. Yeah, and someone's uh, freaking and, people out. Yeah, I guess uh, I don't know. Heath Ledger played. Uh, a similar role. Oh yeah, right before he he died. Christopher Nolan movies. We've talked about him before. Okay. Yeah. First of all, if if Jared Leto was actually doing that, actually, I already knew this. He's an interesting. Guy. <laughs> he, oh, he's yes. more than interesting. Yeah, he is. He's, 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 so you're talking about Dark Knight, the movie <clears throat> Dark Knight. Yes. So what's, what's the character? series? Yes. Yeah. Batman. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the name? Batman. The, there's two more words, and the third word is in the first clue. clue. Enter the asylum. Or explore the asylum. The asylum. Enter asylum Batman. Because <laughs> you said enter. You didn't, did you, is that part of it? No, I, I just said enter. I thought it, I thought it was oh. enter, and it was. Uh, okay, explore the asylum. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't have any, I don't think I've heard of this game. It's Batman, you know it, John, right? Yeah, Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum? Yeah. And then there Never was Arkham Knight, and then, like, what was the other one? There's uh, like three or four of them. Yeah, I think there's, yeah, I think there's three. I only um, played this one. I only played the first one. 
Yeah, I've only I've only really fully played Arkham Asylum, and then um, Arkham Knight. I think was the third one, and what was the last? I forget the second one or something else. Um, but yeah, they they were really really fun Batman games. Like you actually kind yes. of did like detective work and stuff because he's I mean he's like the master detective supposedly in the in the comic books yes. and stuff. Um, but yeah, like a detective vision where you view you see things differently and stuff. And yeah, and the Riddler has a whole bunch of different trophies and stuff like that. You have to try to find and. Um, so yeah, the, the plant one was poison ivy. Yeah, the, the yep. poison ivy's plant. Oh. Um, that was an interesting <clears throat> to do list. That was some interesting, like beat up the cloud. Uh, yeah, interesting yeah. way to put that. Yeah, I'm pretty disappointed now because that's the first quiz questions I've missed in a long time. <laughs> it, it actually, is. <laughs> yeah, the streak is over, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the streak is over. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> next, um, escape the vork. Log, I guess that's how you say that. Yeah, at least, uh, there. Oh yeah, Fight in, fight in Vietnam. Oh man, stop the Nova Six. No idea. I actually don't know if I know this one. I'm I mean, unless to, these are like three separate games. Yeah, I'm gonna guess it's Call of Duty. Yeah, that would be my guess because too. of the way that the. Um, the, we've been going through like what I would consider mainstream. I said that before, ma- mainstream video games. Yeah, like mm-hmm. stuff that you could see <laughs> like commercials Bioshock. for on the Super Bowl. Yeah, Bioshock. You know, um, Mario. That is <laughs> Skyrim. They're all mainstream. You, I've seen commercials <laughs> for all of these, like in big, like on TV, which is I would consider mainstream. For, yeah, for sure. For some games. What's the one with Kate um, Verlander's girlfriend? Kate. Oh, oh Kate see, those are mobile. Oh, games. yeah, those are mobile games. To, those are those are junk. Oh. Don't yeah. ever play those. Yeah. Those are tr- those okay. are meant to waste your well, time. That's and the Art of War or something like that. That's the commercial I remember. <laughs> yeah, those are terrible. And Mariah Carey wasn't she in one of those? I think she was. Schwarzenegger's in another one. Schwarzenegger, which possibly Mobile okay. Strike. It, it's those games where you oh, take yeah, like yeah, two random so. words that sort of refer to like action and yeah. you throw them together. Some sort of military and most of the time action. You put an, yeah, you put an of like you know. Ring of Fire, or you know, yeah. you know, God of War. You put well, God of War is actually okay. a game, but that's right. a great game. Those are those are junk. Well, yeah, I, I think you're telling me the only games I'm aware of commercial wise are junk. <laughs> don't do not play those games. Do not. Yeah, I, I don't think we have to worry about that. That's a pub. That's a PSA for our podcast. Do not play those mobile games. <laughs> don't play mobile games. <laughs> okay. Yeah, in general. All right. So you think this is Call of Duty? I, th- I yes. think it is because because you've been in. Uh, they had one game where you're like World War One or two. Uh, one was you're in Vietnam. I think the Nova Six yep. might be um, the the most recent one when you're like in space. I, I yes. didn't play it, but uh, I think it's Call of Duty. Yep. Okay, well I'll go with Call of Duty too. All right. That's what I was thinking anyway. <laughs> so number thirteen is that what we're on? Uh, I believe yeah. so. Yes. Create family, make family live their lives, burn down house. <laughs> I think I know this. Which too. is another. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I'm gonna guess. I got a good guess on this. Oh. I think I know this one. I think you um, do. This is another very mainstream game, I think. Yeah. Has this been around quite a while now? I yes. I think so, yeah. Play it on your desktop? Yes. Yeah. This is a, I uh, think it's on consoles, but I think it's mainly a PC game. It started yeah, it's mainly I played this PC like game. in the early, mid-90s. Yeah. It, I never played it, but I definitely have seen it. Okay. And I've seen other people play it. I, yeah, one version of it, you uh, made you, cities. Like the original yeah. versions, you made like cities and so forth. But this one was more yeah, like personal. I enjoyed the farm one. I never I played, played that, that one. one. I, I that, played. Was, that was one of the early ones. Um, gosh. I guess I need a clue, <clears> but I, I will say that I know this one. Well, you're simulating life. Yeah. 
Sims. Yeah, yeah the Sims. Yes, there yes. I knew that would give it away. <laughs> I, I'm going to type it in because I think good. that's what it is. And that last one was Call of Duty. I typed it in. Yeah. Probably. Call of Duty Black Ops, okay. which I never would have got the Black <clears throat> Ops part of it if they're going to be specific. But I'm Yeah, I mean, apparently you jump around a couple different places in, in Black Ops. I, I didn't play that one. I, last one I played was Modern Warfare 2. Uh, I think that was my last one as well. Yeah, which and then it, they kind of got all ran together after that. Because yeah. there's like one every year. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, next, number 14, we got two more. Fight monsters, explore dungeons, get the Triforce. Which is that's a no. either you know that or you don't. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, is this another mainstream? Uh, oh, game? Uh, oh yeah, by far. We, I think we mentioned it earlier. Well, actually, yeah, Jason, yep, Jason mentioned it earlier. <laughs> yep, and, and it's long one of the greatest series, game series of all time. Um, it has probably two or possibly three of these games in this series going back to the '80s are in my like I would put in the top five games ever. And for okay, me, I'm and gonna, sadly, sadly, I have not played any of them. As, as, a, oh. as a game, I know it's it's terrible, but I, I was I wasn't a Nintendo guy, so I never I never kind of experienced any of these any of these games. If I, I didn't play these until college, but then when I started, then I picked up every one after that and have played it. Um, I skipped Skyward Sword because um, I heard that wasn't any good. But that's but the rest of them. Twilight Princess that, that one came out on the uh, Wii. I played that recently. My son played it. I, I watched him play it recently. But a lot, a lot of people a lot of people think the name. Of the game is the name of the the male protagonist character, but, yeah, uh, but it's he's, not. It's, it's not princess. The princess, right? Yeah. I I definitely know this, and I have actually played this game. Oh, wow! This is Legends of Zelda. There yes, we Legend go. Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Yes. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah, Which the, one did you play? The original one? Probably. Okay. If if that one was in the eighties, that's the probably the one I played, and I haven't played since. I would say Link to the Past, which is one of I think the third game or second. <coughs> game, I can't remember if that came out after. I think it came out after two. Um, Link to the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past and Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time are two of my I put in the top five games ever. Yeah, so, most people do. Yeah, most people think they're 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 up there. They're incredible. I, I really incredible I need games. to play them. I remember them. it being fun. Say what? I remember it being fun. Yeah. Totally, it's uh, and, and challenging in some ways and tricky. I I had forgotten until because I hadn't played one in a while um, since I skipped Skyward Sword and maybe the one after that too. Was it Twilight, Twilight Princess? Princess? That was the Wii I one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't play Twilight Princess until, but my son played it recently and I watched him play it. And okay. there's a new one coming out, um, like the first week in March. Yeah, with the new that, system. Yeah, my kids told, and I think you can get it for the like the Wii U too, and he's got one of those. Yeah. And so he's already like he's asking me like every week, is it out yet? Is it out yet? <laughs> Even though uh, he's ten years old, so the cool sword. thing is, yeah, the kid, the cool thing is he's going to get it and he's going to play it. I'm I'm basically going to sit and watch. So I mean, it's wow. something we can do together, and it's going to be cool. So that's awesome. All right, uh, one more. Let me type this in. I mean, I know that's what this is, but let's see, Zelda. I guess they want me to type Legend of Zelda. Yep. Uh, so number fifteen, fly through rings, fly through rings, throw game away. So I don't know what this is. Two fly through rings. Yeah. So I what I'm interpreting from what this is, <laughs> the, the implication is, you do a lot of flying through rings, and that's all you do. And that's all you, you do. Eventually, get sick of it, and so you throw the game away. So it's a terrible game. And I would say like Pilot Wings. Yeah, that would be that was, Pilot that was, Wings my was, be, was a good game. Could be so my guess. Think, Pilot Simulator. No, I don't know about that. I haven't heard of that. Flight Simulator. 
Flight yeah, that was the, yeah, I mean, the old school Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you do rings in that one. No, and the way they think so, the yeah. way they write this question makes me think. Yeah, they hated it. Is this, is this it's Flappy Birds? Universally, is it what? Flappy Birds. Flappy Bird. It could be. It could I mean, be. You don't, really, they, you don't really throw it away, but I mean, uh-huh. you just delete it. They can't inject their opinion on the quiz. <laughs> well, they have. <laughs> At least on number fifteen, they did. Yeah, they waited to the last last possible second. They're the Atlanta Falcons of quiz writers. Oh, I, th- I think the answer is girls don't play video games well, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My favorite video game was not on this list. All right, what was it? Well, let me think of a clue. Okay. Wait, let's uh, let let let's 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 um let's answer yeah, this. Yeah, cuz I don't Go I don't I have no idea. So yeah, I mean, I'm going to say this is the last one, so I'm going to hit give up. Unless you guys have any guess before I hit give up. Yeah, I mean, Fla- Flappy well, Birds would, would be my John guess because it's Flappy, Flappy Birds. Yeah. I, I would go with Flappy. That's 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 better than anything I can come up with. I don't know if they're like sideways rings that you're flying through or something. I don't know. Yeah, true. All right. Oh, Superman: The New Adventures for oh, the Nintendo 64. This is arguably which, the worst video game in the history of mankind. Yes. Yeah, it always <laughs> okay. is near the top of the list. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. I've never played that though. Thank Me neither. You. I, I feel like I've benefited by not playing. That. <laughs> and the, the rest of them we got right, so we don't yeah. really need to go through um, awesome. anything. That's great. Um, so I want to get back to this though. Your favorite video game? You can give us hints, and, and we're going to try to guess. All right. Let me rewind. Okay. It's not my favorite, mm-hmm. but I liked it a lot because it was. I've only ever mastered or won the video game of two different games. Okay. Okay. And this one is one of them, and it is pick race course, pick character, win the race. Oh boy! Well, that I mean, it's a Mario Kart. Oh, yes. okay. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say if you're going to throw a shell in there, that would be obvious. But yeah. um, get power yeah. up. Blue, or something blue like shells that. of death. And the other one, the other game that I really, really loved on Nintendo 64 that we used to stay up till five in the morning playing for probably three weeks and then that was it uh, we mastered it was whatever the nintendo 64 version of donkey kong was no donkey kong 64 i think is what it was called yeah, yeah. That, that, game, yeah. that game's fun too yes <clears throat> um yeah i i love uh mario 64 is probably my first like wow moment with video games and i saw I, I played it in uh toys r us and i was like Holy cow! Like it's like it was 3D. It was like one of the first 3D games I ever saw, and I was just yeah, that was, bl- was that blown was away. Blew, blew people away, yeah. Especially coming from yeah. like the NES and the Super NES, and you go, yeah, away. yeah, yeah. I remember that, and I remember I remember playing Legend of Zelda for the first time and going like, "Wow, this is incredible!" But then the thing that sticks out to me most is when I was in college, I worked in computer labs, and like and eventually they hired me part time to you know run the computer labs on campus, mm-hmm. some of the student labs, mm-hmm. and we would play Doom. Oh, that game was that great. Doom Shareware when it first came out, yeah. and then Doom Two, and it just st- we would play that multiplayer for hours and hours and hours. We'd like put up a sign that says, "You know, the computer labs are the labs are closed," and get, like ten of the employees in there. We would play Doom for like three or four hours at night. Yeah, we, uh, I, my cousins and I would play that game. Uh, yeah, back when we were, we were probably too young to play it. I mean, there's like blood and gore and stuff, and it's like demons oh, and yeah. on Mars or whatever. Um, yeah, you're going to hell to you know kill demons, basically. Yeah, and but like I would, uh, I would control the the movement, and my cousin would control the shooting. And, oh, nice. And I still like the the cheat codes are still ingrained in my head. IDKFA, I think, was yes. all uh, all weapons. Yep. IDDQD, 
was invincibility. Yep. And then yep. IDSPISPOPD was uh, like no no clipping, like being able to walk through walls and stuff. You could walk through the walls, yeah, and get you know places in the levels you weren't supposed yeah, you to weren't be. Supposed or, like, to. Cheat to speed run it. Yeah. yeah that, that game, this is back before basically, I mean, the internet existed at that point, but yeah. not where you could play video games on it. So at this point, this is mid-late 90s, at that local. point, we would do, you know, have, have LAN and <clears throat> a computer lab is a perfect place. Oh, yeah. So that when the first job that I got, engineering job, my boss was like, yeah, I'm thinking about building a computer lab that we can, you know, do tests because we had to do tests, some software that the company was coming up with. And, you okay. know, we did take the hardware in there and we did all kinds of, you know, <laughs> all this type of engineering stuff. And I was like, I, he goes, you think you could be in charge of that? I'm like... Yeah, I could be in charge of that. So I set up like eight machines. We he gave me like this whole like room conference room that we took over and we set it up. That's great lab. And so like for three hours after work every day we would sit in there and play you know Doom. And at that point we moved on to like Unreal Tournament and stuff like that. that Multiplayer shooter games. Yeah, but we would get. But at that point you know you could connect to the internet and play online with people. So we would have you know six of us in a room playing on one team against six you know random people out there playing oh you're so, and so much we're better. talking to each other and we're like crushing people yeah that's some of the most fun i've ever had playing video games which is i mean maybe you know tilting the playing field in my, in my yeah. direction quite a bit but hey you do what you do it's fun yeah we uh- well i still remember my code <laughs> okay i-d-k-w-i-t-y-y-w-i-t-w-y-t-a Whoa. i don't know what in the world you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> KJ, come on! You know at least you at least know the Contra code, right? The Contra Thirty Lives code, Thirty Continues. No, what is that? All right, you can look it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I remember is: Do you remember this game? I I hope I have the name right. I don't know if it was Texas Instruments or early Atari mm-hmm. or maybe early Nintendo. Do you remember a game called Congo or Contra? Congo. Contra, yeah, for sure. Not Congo. <laughs> Uh, combat. What, what was Contra about? Contra was, was like, what I that's what well, I was talking Rambo. About. <laughs> yeah, you're like. The, yeah, no, that wasn't it. Do you remember the song recently that I put out there that you tweeted about that the the for the video guys who were playing through it, the video game the this is the run song. Yes, that was about yes. that's about the original Contra. Oh, okay. No, Congo was about it, it was very bad graphics hmm. and it was it was almost like these stairs and you threw a ball down and there was a big gorilla on top. I don't know if I've ever uh, yeah. seen that game. I don't think I have either. I mean, I know the... Was it based on the book with, that ended up being a movie after Jurassic Park? No. Michael Crichton? Uh, n- I have no idea. I-H-N-I. I've never heard of that. I could be making this up. I'll have to look this up later. This could be something that you dreamed as, and feel like is a, is a childhood memory, and it's like... Yeah, <laughs> totally it might have been. Hey, you could come out with a game now. Develop your own game. People do that all the time. Yeah, d- yeah well, I definitely could. Well, what, um, one of my favorite memories of uh, speaking of Doom, there were they back mm-hmm. then. There a whole bunch of Doom clones used to come out. Like they essentially oh, yes. they took the Doom engine and they essentially reworked it. And one of them yep. you got in a Chex cereal box. It was called Chex <laughs> Quest. Yeah. It was yes. all, so you, you essentially got a floppy what? disk that you put into your computer, and it was yes. it was a Doom clone. Like you had uh, um, your. Your melee weapon was like a, a rotating electric spoon, uh, yep, and then you like zap that. these things. Oh, it was so much fun! It was. <laughs> have you seen the ridiculous. the Taco Bell one? <laughs> I haven't seen the Taco Bell one. It was it's so like easy. Taco back Bell then. quest for the something, and you like you eat the different like sauce 
and you, your weapon is shooting like the hot sauce. Okay. And like you get you start out with the mild, and you got to upgrade it. And you're like, if you run across a taco, you get like extra health or something like that. Uh, you just you just put a different skin on it, and it's the same game. It, it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. That I mean, when Doom came out, it was I mean it it changed the video game industry. Oh, for sure. It, I mean, established. Well, I guess Return to Castle Wolfenstein was like the first first person shooter. Technically, yeah, true. that's true. But uh, I don't think I ever played that game, Doom. Uh, there's a new one that just came out last year that it was actually really good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Really, really good. I played it on the PC when it came out last summer, and it's um, it's something else. Yeah. It's fast, um, fast-paced. I would like to share with you okay. that I am now visiting Congo on the internet. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. It was called Congo Bongo, Congo Bongo. <laughs> Sega. It's a Sega game. Okay. Oh, wow. Let me look and this up. There we go. I see I'm it. sending you. I'm sending you the link that I remembered of. Remember, I said there were stairs and you threw a ball down it. <laughs> yes, it almost looks like some sort of ape. Oh yeah. Yes, it is kind of like. Guess, yeah, some of them look like they're kind of like three dimensional type, but it looks like there's like a two D part as well. Yep. So I think that I won this quiz <laughs> I because I stumped you, Jeff. You pulled out I something that I had the, never heard of. I, I think this is the best place to stop. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Talked a lot about, about monkeys today. Yeah, we did. Wow. So that was a lot of fun. Yes. Thanks a hey, lot thank for, for joining us, John. We really yeah, appreciate John. it. That was yes. a ton of fun. Speaking of tangents, is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse, hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead, created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse, edited by Jason Fuse, music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Beatboxing by KJ Onstead. Speaking of beats, you know, they're really an underrated vegetable. I'll admit, I've even underrated them. Maybe next year I'll plant them in my garden instead of those wretched turnips. Visual effects by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Special consultant for guest acquisitions is KJ Onstead. And speaking of guests, I want to take one more opportunity now to thank our guest from today, John Nicewinger, for coming on with us. You can connect with John on Facebook. That's John, J-O-H-N, Nicewinger, N-E-I-S-W-I-N-G-E-R. And you can find us on Twitter or Facebook at Speak Tangents. You can email us at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. If you're listening to this, I assume you already know how to listen to us, but just in case you're overhearing this from the guy sitting next to you and now you want to listen to us, first of all, great, welcome, and second of all, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. If you listen through iTunes, be sure to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. Lastly, you can check out our website at speakingoftangents.com where you can find all these relevant links conveniently located in one spot. Thank you, and thanks for listening. Graphics by Jason Fuse. J'aime les poches manches tout, et je t'aime.